Amy, I have problems with intimacy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know if you know. We'll get into that later on this episode. It's a chatty chat. It's a chatty chat. Just a fall chat. Just a little fall chat. Just to catch you up on where we're, where we are, what we're doing, what's up. The Spinster Life Podcast. Welcome to the Spinster Life Podcast. I'm Eva. I'm Amy. So basically nothing has changed (laughs) in the year. Mm -hmm. The year we've been doing this. Where has the time gone? The way my brain has processed or not processed time since March of 2020 Sure. Yes, that is that really is crazy. Point. Yeah, because in, I'm going to make an odd reference: the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I I went into the wardrobe <laughs> March okay. 2020. Okay, and I came back and like in Narnia, it was like normal time. And when I came back, no time had passed. And that's how my brain is treating the pandemic. No one has aged. Anyone who had a baby, they're just still pregnant. I talked to my nephew on the Facebook video. He just turned two. And I say that with a big question mark because when I met him, he was a baby um, and he was born the fall right before COVID. Yeah. And so he must be two. (laughs) Right. And like in my head, I'm like, how is this child like saying airplane? And like, (laughs) right, because he just popped out of the womb. Yeah. And telling me that his dog, Layla, she does not have a wiener. (laughs) Like (laughs) really good information. He has grown. He is now a full boy. Obsessed with wieners already. Yeah, exactly. That seems early, but. uh, The beginning of our conversation was his mom trying to like make it clear to him that I am going to be flying on an airplane and going to see him in a couple of weeks. She's t- trying to get him excited and whatever. And he has been asking her to video call me, which like I should be excited about, but I know it's just because he wants to use the iPad. Cause when they do call me, all he wants to do is touch the iPad and hang up on me and whatnot. Um, <laughs> but Rude. Within like 60 seconds, I introduced him to Rilo cause he hadn't met Rilo yet. And the first thing he said was, Layla doesn't have a wiener. So I think they must have had some like deep, deep conversation. I'm and then sure. his mom was like, and Rilo has a wiener and Rilo's a boy. And then we like started to have the like, this is going to be a really complicated conversation, but not yet kind of thing. Because immediately right. I was like, you know, if he ever moves out of Maine, you guys are going to have to explain some things about the world, right? And she's like, no, someone she works with is trans. It's not even a situation where we have to move. We're just like not there yet we're just in the talk about wiener phase right i mean it's a two-year-old what what did he really understand like i think that for me was really just about like god the idea of having children just gets worse every time it comes up (laughs) like you have to do that having the talk yeah and like listen to them talk about wieners all the time which i hate that word i'm gonna blame that on my (laughs) sister-in-law because i feel like Um, that was her doing um it's a little cutesy I mean, I, I don't, if she also, prefer penis. if she also says even, penis, I wouldn't even mind if he called it a dick. Like, mm. I don't, I think that would be a little much for a two-year-old. No, that's what it is. A wiener is a hot dog. A wiener is a hot dog. Or just a, a dog, a German <laughs> dog that people are obsessed with. A wiener dog. You know, you know, dogs and people are like, 
They're like, hard. Do they even call them wiener dogs? They do call them wiener oh, dogs. Oh, I thought they'd be too, like, yes. Uh, whatever. Um, okay. People call it a stronger subculture than I was aware of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't so. I don't think wiener dog people call them. They don't call themselves dachshund people. They call themselves wiener, wiener dog. people. Wiener, not wiener people. Wiener, wiener um, dog people. If we have a listener out there who is a wiener person, please let us know the realities of this. Yeah. Am I right? Am I totally nice. off base? Yeah. Just give me a little a little guidance here. Because, you know, I have a type. I have a scruffy terrier type. But you do. I don't. Which is very different than my type. I'm not a terrier person. That's I'm, probably for the best. They're I'm kind a, of dicks. Yeah. Rilo is a dick, but he's like a stupid dick. He's so sweet. Why does everyone say that? Because he just followed me around like we've known each other for 10 years. I haven't seen him since the, the pandemic. The beginning of the pandemic, which apparently is about two years. Well, he doesn't paw at your chest when he wants something and then not tell you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> How dare he not communicate his needs to you? Mm-hmm. How That's- dare he? He also sleeps not in the middle of the bed. He sleeps a quarter to a third of the way into the bed. So, like, yeah. neither of us, no, no living being is touching the middle of the bed. We are all pushed to one end. Yeah. Um, Are you not familiar with dog ownership, Eva? Like they... Oh, God. (laughs) Part of the nightly ritual is me forgetting to make my bed. And then Piper comes and she sleeps on the turned down sheets. And then I try and move her so I can put the sheets and comforter over myself. Does she give me noises? Oh, yeah. She gets so butthurt. Yeah. It's like... I've, I've just pushed her out of the bed viciously and told her that she's never allowed back up. Like... It's, it's that level. Since my previous roommate moved out, we go to bed earlier. But he is very upset when I break the pattern. Like, he will come and look at me and paw at me if it's 10 o'clock and I haven't put him to He's like, what the fuck? Like, you don't need to watch another episode of Only Murders in the Building. He gets upset. And if I don't give in to him and say, okay, we're going to bed or we're going to sleep, which are two words that he knows, he will skulk. And go go jump on the couch and bury his head behind something so I can only see, like, his fat ass. And then when I am ready to go to bed, he refuses to come with me. Instead, he goes belly up and I have to carry him or he will just stay out here and be mad at me. I mean, it's, it's a lot. I know you think he's sweet, but he is very willful, very temperamental. I don't know that those are exclusive. I, I mean, if he, he could- wasn't... I'd be like, you're, well, yeah, you're a be weak like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he wasn't a little bit sweet, you'd also be like, why am I doing this? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sweet. He's not sweet. It's fine. Okay, let's get back to this Instagram. All right. There's so many things to talk about. Oh, okay. There's cute pictures of Rari and yeah. Piper. And oh, who's this cute baby? Oh, it's Octavia Butler's dog. Oh, and she had a little poodle. Yeah. Oh, I like standard poodles better, but whatever. She's a dog person. Yeah. And I was I like, mean, that's I, all you need to know. I know that's why that's part of why we like her so much because Who's your photographer, man? Is me. it you? It's me. She is me. Sh- damn, she's pretty good at this. Oh, this, yeah, this is me. I look like <laughs> I should be in a haunted house because my head is so far back, it just looks like it's fallen off. My but that- I'm catching up. Okay. So, first of all, before we get to the Barrymore. Is it called the Drew Barrymore the show? The Drew Barrymore okay, show. Before we yes. get to get that, we have to talk about my reading last night. Amy, you wrote a book. I did write a book. Yes. I wrote a book. Have you told anyone about this book? 
just people on Instagram know okay. about the book. Amy wrote a book. She figured out the intricacies and what I pretty much feel is like neuro- neurosurgery that is figuring out how to self-publish on Amazon and released it. It is on Amazon now. You can get it immediately, which I did for Kindle. It is. Um, I will say that if you are a visual person, yes. that you might appreciate going to the website and buying the Etsy version, which is just a PDF. It's yeah. more visual. There's goofy pictures of me. It's it's laid out like a magazine. It's harder to do that on the Kindle version. So yeah. unfortunately, yeah. the Kindle version is kind of bare bones. It's like, give it to me straight. But right. Yeah. But if you know, if that's yeah. where you consume most of your reading, I say go for it. But if you don't hate yourself, then you should get the version on Etsy. How to be your own best friend. The cover is amazing. It has a picture. It has like a, what are those called? Cameos? Like a yes. cameo silhouette. That's probably redundant. But it has a cameo. And the cameo person, lady, is wearing both sides of one of those best friend necklaces that has it's like the heart that's broken down the middle and you know like you're you're in sixth grade and you wear half of it and Carla wears the other half and then like you hate Carla and you get it back and you the next day you give it to Angie and all that kind of stuff like <laughs> look but you're 40 you need to wear both halves yeah so it was great it gives you a lot of ideas about just like look if you're new to this thing where you're like, I have not failed, or it's not a bad thing that I am single, or you're maybe done listening to your mother or whomever asks when you're going to get married. If you're, I don't know, like, just realizing you're never going to get married, and that's cool. Like, maybe just dating, maybe just not doing that either. I I would consider it kind of like a how to get started living your life that you should have been living all along. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, That was a lot of what was behind it. Yeah. So I want to talk about this for a little bit. Okay. So like what came into your mind? You were like, okay, I'm going to write this book. You are like the expert at being single. And and being alone. You you thrive in it. I do. Yes. Yes. I thrive in my own company. For sure. um, And I see a lot of people struggling with that. Yeah. Especially during the pandemic because everyone's been a lot more isolated. Oh, yeah. And people complain constantly. Right. I I don't. I don't like the deaths and the heartbreak and the sickness. I don't like any of that. No. But what I have liked is that this (laughs) – otherwise my life hasn't really changed. It's gotten easier. Like when I don't want to go somewhere, people don't push it. Right. Right. How could and they? I get less invites, which is great. Right, because there's like nothing. There's there's nothing to do now. Yes, and I'm starting to feel a tiny bit bored, but also it is somewhat of a relief to not have that pressure of like, why aren't you doing something that's really really cool <laughs> with this big group of friends? Because there aren't many opportunities to do things like that. Yeah, you can't like you can't go ride a giraffe or wrestle an alligator or go skydiving. Giraffes have those- slopey backs. I don't think they make good i feel vehicles like i've seen that on tinder but maybe <laughs> you know what i mean like, i do yeah these ridiculous you know everyone is essentially like bear grills uh, right and ugh, it's annoying also the idea that that makes you a better person than the person who just wants to stay home and read the book like i joined cheryl Strayed's literati book club I haven't read any of the books that I've paid for and gotten in the mail, but. <laughs> <laughs> but they're on your nightstand. But I love it. Like, I love, I, I have Oprah level 
ardor. That's not the right word. What's the word? Ardor? Like love? Like Yes. 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 Yeah. For Cheryl Strait. And not because of Wild specifically, but because if you ever listen to Dear Sugar, the podcast slash she used to have a column that later they turned into a podcast called Dear Sugar. She's just so fucking real and smart and wonderful. So I'm like, I want this person to pick the books for me. I feel like if I had a real mom, my mom said, <laughs> which of course my real mom would be a, a literary, a bastion of like literary knowledge. <laughs> of course. Um, of course. Of course. The books that she would pick out for me that are like the books that I need to have read so I can experience life in its fullness and its depths and its heights. These would be the exact same books that Cheryl Strait is personally sending to me. So yeah, I, and now I'm like, well, I can sit home and read all day and not right. feel and like not, I'm wasting my time. Because right. guess what? Time is never ending in COVID, <laughs> right? Like it just keeps going. So of course, I'm me, so I'm getting on a tangent. But yeah, how did this start? How difficult was it? Because one, it's a book. Two, there's a lot, you know, design and all this other stuff. Yes. And again, like I've looked into the whole like Amazon publishing thing and it just seems like insane. I, and you I have an ISBN. Like to yes. me, you're essentially a medical doctor. I do, you know, when we set off on our adventure to write romance novels. Yes. I feel like the process was a lot more complicated at that point. Okay. I think it is a lot easier now. It is essentially sign up for an account, yeah. upload some details, provide some details about this book. They provide the ISBN number for you. What? Mm -hmm. They do. Yeah, it's just automatic. It just pops up. The uh, Yeah, there was some difficulty formatting. Mm -hmm. um, and that is why the Kindle version is a little bit different than the PDF version. But okay. I'm glad that I had the opportunity to do both. It was a challenge in graphic design for sure and just thinking about things that like you never think about like why does something look good like what kind of font alignment what kind of a paragraph alignment do you need to make something look good it is so multifaceted it's so you know you just invested the time that you needed to invest in it you invested in yourself you invested in what you know is something you have to offer which is your really good at being alone i'm very good at being why alone why is it then when i say alone i feel like you can't say that without having a negative connotation. That's irritating. It absolutely is. I guess it just means like isolated. You're not part of the pack. You're not part of the tribe if you're alone. But we just live a different way. Yeah. Than we used to in, in yesteryear. We don't necessarily depend on each other. And I guess some people would argue that that's a bad thing, that we're more disconnected than we used to be. But this is the way it is. This is the way that we live. Yeah. And I think just we all need to be more comfortable spending time by ourselves. Yeah. And there's a difference between doing activities by yourself and hobbies and whatever, living your day-to-day -day life that way. And that doesn't mean that you don't have emotional connections. It doesn't mean you don't have emotional support. Like, it doesn't right. mean that you're a hermit and you never want to see another human being again in your life. Like, it doesn't mean any of those exactly. things. Exactly. It just means that you now have that freedom, the flexibility to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Yes. And not feeling obligated to wait for somebody to go to the restaurant that you've wanted to go to for yes. forever, to go see that movie that literally everyone else is like, really, you want to see that? Are you kidding me? Yeah, museums. We've discussed this before. Mm -hmm. Museums are better with no one else. 100%. Like, if you're by yourself, they're so much better. Because someone 
if you go with someone, they're either moving too quickly or too slowly, mm-hmm. or they're disinterested and they're talking, or God forbid you're on a date and they're just like, you can't museum on a date. No, it's not on like a first or like in the early dating. I feel like later. Yeah. If it's been a while and you like both of you are actually interested in going to the museum and you might yeah. as well go together because you live together, <laughs> then fine. Yeah. But in general, it's yeah, 100% going. I believe the same thing about going. Well, there are pros and cons to going to the movies alone. I shouldn't say that. There are really no cons. But I also like going <laughs> going Yeah, there're no cons with someone else. Oh, you know what the con is? Yeah. It's a really bad movie and no one else has seen it and you have no one to discuss how bad the movie was with. I'm not a discusser when it comes to movies. Not when they're good, because when they're good, like, what else can you say? I guess that's That fair. was good. This was good. That part of it was good. Like, you don't have anything to add because they've done all the work for you already. But when it's bad, like. Our entire writer's room went to see Cats on, oh God. Um, on purpose for the purpose of hate watching. I am not a musical person. I don't under. I just don't have that education. And everyone else in my room are literally were all. They were either on Broadway, literally, or were musical theater majors or, you know. Yeah. So they, they knew what Cats was, which, I mean, I knew people were dressed up as cats, What I, which is absurd in and of itself, but I did not know <laughs> the, the levels of absurdity that live in that musical. And then you add in all this other stuff. Oh my God. Like the little Taylor Swift breasts and the, like, and Taylor Swift was half cat, half human. It was like, she was the person who was like, she was a cat person. She was not a cat. Yeah. Yeah. But the point being, it was really enjoyable because we were all hate watching it at the same time, mm-hmm. you know? And it, it was like the camaraderie of we're all experiencing this. And it, it is still an experience. And I'm glad it happened. Um, <laughs> but if you'd gone to see that by yourself, you would have been like, what did I just waste my time on? Also, knowing me, I would have been like, I'm supposed to get this in some way that I'm not getting it. Even like, I don't I, know I'm about, fine I don't saying know I hate things. Like I am, as you know, I am fine saying I hate. I did not like Hamilton. So clearly I'm okay. Like, <laughs> come, come, well, yeah, come at me world. Right. Because they will. Yeah. Because they that's, will. That's they fine. will rapidly defend. Uh, yeah. That's, I'll, I'll get into it with anyone that wants to get into it about Hamilton. Um, not saying all of those People are not talented. I'm just saying Hamilton is overrated and really not yeah. that interesting or great. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's plenty of things. But your book gives us more than just, oh, go to the movies or, I don't know, oh, make yeah. your favorite recipe. No, sure. I, uh, I, of course, it started there. I think yeah. it started with wanting to talk more about going on self-dates, mm-hmm. solo dates. I don't know what which one I like. I think solo date sounds better than self-date. Personal excursions. <laughs> that just sounds like masturbation. You're, you're, yeah. Yeah. So it. I think it, it started there. Yeah. And it was like, okay, so I'm comfortable doing this because I'm comfortable alone. But if you're not already comfortable being alone, how do you get to this point where you can just go take yourself out in public mm-hmm. alone Yeah, and feel comfortable doing that? And it's one of the earlier steps in the process to go on a date with yourself. Because you might take longer for you to get there to get comfortable, but I think it is one of the most easily accessible things that you can do for yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, when I was reading The riot, the Writer's Way, is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. It suggests something like that. The, you know, the artist dates. The yeah. artist way. Yeah. yeah. And I was, it was something that I was, oh, I don't know. But then I did and I went and saw some plays here and there. But it was like, I gave myself permission. It, it feels like there's no pressure. Whereas if I was inviting someone to go with me, and again, this is probably just another reason I need to be in therapy, I would kind of feel responsible if it was shitty, you know? I would too. Or would if too. that person was like complaining about it, like I'm okay with something not being great. Like I can right. go, I can experience it. It can be, not be great. And I can move on with my life. Like I don't. I, I get it. Even though you're not responsible for the content mm-hmm. or the execution of said, you know, play or whatever experience, whatever it is, like you you do. It's like you're endorsing this. You're like, I think this is a good idea. Yeah. So, and I'm the person that will stay when other people would leave. I've only walked out of one movie in my entire life and it was I Know Who Killed Me mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan mm-hmm. and it's really like the worst movie of all time so otherwise I'll just sit through it because it's not even like obviously in a movie no one's gonna see if I go out the actors are right. not there yeah they're not there but it's kind of like and they don't care because you already bought the ticket I, even if it's gonna be bad I just want to know the whole story you right. know, like, meaning, and, like, I'll stay there. And if it is live, I'm not going to walk out. It's not that person's fault that it's, you know, and you have a learning experience. That's like, well, what was bad about it? Like, right. what, you know, as a person who works in storytelling, it's like, well, why was it choppy? Or like, when, what did they do right? What did they do wrong? I like that. Yes. Which is good to have another person there to discuss it. No, but no, like no. you were saying, it is, <laughs> it, it is sort of then like... You want to stay. You know it's bad and you yeah. want to stay just because this is the way you experience things. But when someone else is there with you, you sort of have like, an I obligation. Don't keep subjecting them to this. You at least have the obligation to ask. Like, right. do you want to keep me? Yeah. I can feel you cringing. I can make a choice about my time. I don't like making a choice about someone else's right. time. Yeah. So exactly. So this is but a lot of people feel uncomfortable being in a public space without another human being. Yeah. It's also just easier, like, you get, I'm someone who's always late to things, surprise, Mm -hmm. and there's just so many things that come into play with any of this kind of stuff, where it's like, I know I'm going to be late, this person is maybe not that person, and is it going to be annoying to them that I'm going to be late, I can promise I'm going to be late, like, I'm going to walk in late, like, I'm not (laughs) embarrassed by it, but you might be, like, and then I feel stressed out and, like, shitty that, I don't know, there's just a lot. Obviously, a lot of that is has nothing to do with being single or alone. It's just like my right. own issues. But yeah, I don't know. There's just something, there's something great about it. There's something very freeing about being alone in public spaces. It's so freeing. Yeah. I And it's not that once you learn how to date yourself, take yourself on dates, learn how to be alone in public. It's not that you like never feel uncomfortable again. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like you might, you might. There are yeah. definitely times where I still feel just like, Oh, did I not get the memo? Is this a thing that like you should yeah. you should have a, a partner for? Yeah. Is would this be more enjoyable if if I'd come and done this with other people? You know, sometimes you still feel the like other people staring at you. I'm someone who like I can go to Starbucks and sit there and eat alone, but I wouldn't be interested in at least right now, like at this point of where I am in my life and in my singleness, like going to a fine dining restaurant by myself. Like yeah. well, this just especially if I've, it's like really busy, just like yeah, yeah I've, not, uh. I've definitely done that before. Yeah. And 
at some point it does just get a little boring. Yeah. Just to be, you know, you yeah. like there's kind of the experience of going out to eat, especially like fine dining right. is part of it's the conversation and part of it is sharing that experience with someone yeah. else. This was great. I loved this. Oh, you hated that? That's interesting. Yeah. Unless it's like travel, right? Like I love traveling alone. I'm not going to hold myself back from seeing and experiencing what I want just because I'm there by myself. But also like I'm gone to New York for a week by myself. I didn't try to make friends. I wasn't there to make friends. I wasn't there to hang out with the locals. Like, yeah, I wanted to do what I wanted to do it when I wanted to do it. And there were plenty of things that I did and times that I did them that I don't think anybody else in the world would have been cool with. That's when I was Prius camping and my car was in a Walmart parking lot in New Jersey. I stayed up all night after I went and saw Sleep No More by myself because it let out so late that there were no more buses or whatever that could run me back to my Prius RV. (laughs) (laughs) And I just stayed up all night in like around in and around Times Square and just saw what happened in Times Square overnight. And like, I don't know that anybody else would have been cool with that. And also, I don't think I would have wanted anybody else there. Like, I don't want to talk to some, like, I just want right, for to en- be an observer. For endless hours. For endless hours. Exactly. And it may have been raining. And and I loved it. But I'm also a Harriet the Spy type. Like, I just want to observe. I just want <laughs> to, like, what is happening in this place? What are these people doing? You know, like, I love that kind of stuff. But, yeah. So, have you gotten any feedback? Are you already thinking about, like follow-ups like you said something about a workbook like i just yes. have questions about all of that stuff yes there is so yes there is a workbook because at the end of each they're not particularly chapters i guess they're just steps yeah there is a thought exercise okay and there is also a journal prompt so okay. there are plenty of opportunities for you to think about the topic that i raised it's everything from going on a date with yourself to thinking about really deeply about who you are why you believe what you believe about yourself and how you judge yourself and, and how you feel in the world to your, like just goofy stuff like laugh with yourself. How do you laugh with yourself? Identifying your humor, relating to yourself like that, thinking of yourself more like an outside entity. Yeah. Then I'm just like, it's me. I don't know. It's me. I don't. I, yeah. I am. I am who I am. And I'm not going to go any deeper than that. It just right. everything is encouraging you to go deeper into thinking about who you are. So the workbook is just honestly, you don't need the workbook. Yeah, that's an awful salesmanship <laughs> tactic. Good job, because you you know a notebook will suffice, but with the workbook, it just puts everything in the gives you a one path. place. Yeah, yeah, it just get, puts everything in one place for you to fill everything out and you know have your thoughts in one place. Because I don't know, I'm no, okay, I know that you were like me and you have lots of notebooks scattered everywhere. So many. Yes. So I know, I know that like. And I want more. I, yeah, you always want more. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can never have enough notebooks. Yeah. And so just to have everything in one place and, and be able to reflect on it, look back and really use your thoughts in the moment to continue to grow. Yeah. So that's one part of it. I think definitely I can see this evolving into a course. Even though this is about being your own best friend, having some kind of accountability, having some kind of discussion circle to talk to people about the whole process. What are you going through? What are you going through? Are you feeling the same way? Can I ask you, so there's um, a portion where you're talking about talking to yourself. I talk at myself also. Do you third person yourself? Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Because I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. I say my actual name out loud. <laughs> and this is not a sex thing, you know? Right. No, it's okay. just a like... And just yeah, sometimes I and I think it for me it depends on like the kind of thoughts they are. Generally, yeah. the more like your self critic because that's where mine yes. comes. Yes, the more critical or thoughts, just when like <laughs> I'm being super flighty, and I'll just be like, okay, Eva. Yeah, it's, yeah, it definitely comes there. from more like a pep talk kind of. Yeah, it's yeah. Like more. It's a little bit more of a critical voice, which is definitely something that I definitely want to work on. And even having written the book, like. I don't think I'm 100% there on any of the things that I lined out and yeah. the things that I suggested. I think this is an ongoing process forever. It just helps that I'm very comfortable talking to myself. And yeah. I got to say, I love this about COVID and the masks is that I can actually talk out loud oh, I'm to myself in a store all and the no time. one and no one knows that I'm talking to myself. I've just they accepted know, that but strangers are going to think I'm a crazy lady. That's fine. Because even before masks were a thing, but I do agree that it's it's better now. You know, that if I'm a Target, if I'm a CVS, if I'm anywhere, I'm going to be talking to myself right. the whole fucking time. Yeah. But like I not even too. talking to myself, like just like commenting. There's nothing better than shopping with myself. Or like seeing something on an end cap of like, well, do I have enough cotton swabs? I do this. I don't. Maybe I, like I don't a, though. I do this thing where I'm like, this is fucking ugly. Who do, who which who which Target <laughs> buyer decided this was a good idea? Yeah. Also, I just like to judge people that don't exist, right? And say it out loud to no one. It's great. And that, and I, I there is a line in the book about that just being a mark of of a person who's very comfortable with themselves. A mark of an introvert is that you like talking to yourself. Oh yeah, it comes naturally to you, mm-hmm. and you like it. And you're not giving it up anytime soon. Not Someone said, you need to stop doing that. You'd, why? I, right. Why? Why? Why do you have a problem with it? Yeah. Maybe you should, I think the amount I talk, talk to, to my dog bothers me more than how I talk to myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's just like. That's, that's funny. I felt really guilty for not talking to my dog English. enough. What? Yeah. Ugh. Because well, because she she does listen. I, mean, I don't know that she understands. Talk to but, their babies, and their babies don't understand. Okay, people but talk to their like fetuses, their feti. Their <laughs> <laughs> just their zygotes. I, I I maybe that's just to get into the habit of talking to a baby because it does feel weird to talk to a baby. But you do have to talk to a baby. Yeah, but I say things to my dog I would not say to a baby. It would feel like. <laughs> if like, I said certain things to a baby, I would be like, you're a bad person. Eva. Right. Like, you dumb little asshole. Oh, yeah. Not just that, which I definitely why do. Are, why are you so stupid? Yes. Did you know you're so stupid? Oh, you say it in a nice voice. <laughs> um, I verbally abuse my dog 24-7. <laughs> uh, but he doesn't know, so it's okay. Right. Yeah. I don't say it in, like, a mean voice. You just say it in a neutral voice. Yeah. But he listens to you, doesn't he? Doesn't he, like, mm. either either make eye contact with you or tilt his little head? He's not a big head tilter. Right now, he has no idea that we're talking about him. I don't him. know. His ears are perked. I think he is listening. <laughs> okay. He's listening to see if we're going to, if we're talking see, about so him. See, so is it a bad thing to talk to your dog? <laughs> I think if you are doing it as a way to like talk to yourself without talking to yourself, yeah. that's not a good thing. Just talk to yourself. Have you talked to anyone about being alone who does not, who is alone in the sense that they don't even have a pet. They don't have a cat. They don't have a dog. That seems harder to me. That does seem harder. Like you come yeah. home to yourself. Right. And you just talk to yourself. I guess it's not been much of my adult life. I've usually yeah. had animals around. Yeah. I feel like that's someone that we should talk to. Yes. 
if you if there's a listener out there that is a live alone person, a live alone person have pets. Yeah, doesn't mean that you could have never had pets. It could mean that you're a non pet person. Yeah, or you like choose to. Right. Yeah. You just or you just don't currently yeah. have pets. I don't know. So did I tell you? So I recently went through a break, and he does not have pets. What? No, you did not tell me, bitch. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he... I did not anticipate that. I didn't anticipate that either. <laughs> I guess that's why I didn't even um, ask, because... Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, it was like three or four weeks now, and it had been coming for three or four weeks also. Um, okay. Kind of. It, it, But it's still kind of kind of came out of left field for me, personally. Like, yeah. I was kind of like... Oh, really? But I think part of that is I'm also someone who tends to be a little clueless when it comes to uh, how my partner is feeling in a relationship. You know, like I had a long relationship where my boyfriend at the time said something about, I don't think this is working. And I thought he was talking about like the plan he was making for his like friend to come over and lend him some gear or something. (laughs) <laughs> I was just like, well, just tell him to come tomorrow. Okay, but is that I'm Stacy from Wayne's World. And that that came at me from out of nowhere. Uh, you know, but I like to think I've grown as a person and I should be a little more aware. This one kind of, I don't know. It I feel like there was we were like flying high and there was no turbulence. Yeah. And then suddenly he turned to me and was like, the plane is crashing. And I'm like, you're like, but how, like how it's so? sunny outside, and there's <laughs> right. like, what are you talking about? And then it crashed. <laughs> so right, yeah. I still don't really know. I kind of know. Like, I do have some behaviors that are related to the way I grew up and trauma and all that sort of fun stuff. So the good news is I'm back in therapy, and so that sent me straight back into those things because I was like, oh, this motherfucker can see straight through me. And I think that's the problem. I was, I was really hurt. And then it didn't take me nearly as long as I was expecting it to, for me to be like, he might be onto something. Like, because he would ask me, like, I don't, he would not ask me, he would tell me, which is annoying. Like, I don't think you're happy, like in this relationship. And I would be like, yeah, I am. <laughs> like, why, one, why are you telling me what I am? And two, like, no, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. And not because I I felt differently and was just not telling him. I was literally like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I'm... Right. Uh, what? Yeah. Like, I was literally just like slack jawed. And that went from you're not happy to I'm not happy. Not the best. He's not the best communicator. Nor, nor am I. But, you know... In this instance, he was worse at it. Yeah, um, so, it does sound like yes. Yeah, and and I still don't exactly get it. And he's the kind of person who's like, well, like we don't have to get it. And I'm the kind of person who's like, no, I need to do an autopsy on everything. <laughs> like I need yeah. to do like well, run run a full like panel. I want like full toxicology. <laughs> I want all of the tests. Right. Uh, you were together to long exactly. enough. Exactly. That like. Well, that was part of it. Is yeah. We were creeping up on a year. So as we were getting close to a year, he was getting very anxious. And I was not. Because a year doesn't mean shit to me. Right. <laughs> also, it's a COVID year, which means <laughs> I have seen you 
and spend time with you like one eighth of the amount of time I would have seen with you and spent with you if it were not COVID. Yeah. But he's an alone person and he doled out time in a certain way. And that was part of the reason he thought I wasn't happy because he thought I wanted more time, which like, I honestly didn't. No. But I did just want the time that we were together to be right. actually together when right. we were together. For him to be present and correct. And enjoying and it. And he was and just like, well, we're both breathing the same air in a 20 by 20 room. So that's quality time, <laughs> which is not. It's not. Um, no. So I don't know. It sucks. He's amazing in a lot of ways and also not in some ways, aren't we all? And but yeah, so that was a little disorienting, I think is probably the best word to well, explain yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm back in Alone Town. I well, I'm going to say I'm I'm sorry. Thank I'm you. I'm very sorry that that happened. Yeah, it sucked. Uh, but I will also congratulate you on a very adult breakup. Well, uh-huh. um <laughs> it it has my it has been my most adult breakup yet. That I, is true. No, I think it is. But I'm is just true. thinking back to like our 20s when we would Look, see no, guys and no break up with them. And, were called. Right? <laughs> Nothing breakable was thrown. You, he isn't someone that you're like, I will never speak to him again. Do not mention his name. Yeah, we actually talked a week later. We had already talked about like remaining in each other's lives and like doing things together and having what I what I referred to as a significant friendship. Just not like, oh, we're friends and we like go to each other's like barbecue once a year, like yeah. a significant friendship. Yeah. I don't know if that'll happen. I'm chill with it either way. And honestly, like I felt like what it did give me is the push that I needed to get back into what I need to be doing right now, which is yeah. to be alone. And I don't want to say working on myself because it's not like a self-improvement program, but just like dealing with some things I need to deal with. He is great. He does not understand my shit. He does not come from similar experiences. It is very hard to be in a intimate romantic relationship partnership with someone if you have had very significant trauma in your life and that person has not had a similar experience or had something happen to them that allows them to get it. Sometimes I wonder, is it really just like stupid and sick of me to feel more comfortable dating people and having partners that have also had some really fucking intense shit happen to them because I'm not saying that they need to be still mired in it or whatever, but it's just the response you get from certain people because you need to be, you need to have that level of intimacy. And if that person can't oh i'm tripping so hard about this but if that if you don't speak the same language because you don't have if you're not from the same realm of experience yeah when it comes to something of that level i think sometimes it can it can just be a wedge that sits between you because it's like you can never fully see and understand that other person whereas there are certain people in my life who you know, (laughs) that it's like, I don't need to explain. I don't need to try to explain things 
because they just get it. I'm not saying those are the only people I have in my life and that those are the only people that I have meaningful relationships with. Right. But there's something to But when it comes to that to like relationship. Like seen. Yeah, exactly. When it comes to that relationship, it's I don't know that I want to have to explain that to someone. And then yeah. also just know that no matter what amount of explaining I try to do, it is never going to be enough. You know, yeah. So I think that was part of it, but definitely only part of it. Like, I, I think the only unhealthy thing would be to reject someone outright because they don't have trauma in their background. I yeah. think that's the only thing that would be unhealthy. I think, yeah, bonding with someone just because they have trauma, like you said, that's and they haven't done the work, either. that's not right. good either. It's an element, is all I'm saying. I'm not right. saying like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, also, not healthy to just reject someone outright because. You see their trauma as a quote unquote red flag. Yeah. Because yeah, that's I mean, too. how much like I, I do remember the dating advice that we got in our like 20s and 30s. And yeah. a lot of it, a lot of it I felt like was, oh, this person has mental illness or they have something else or like they have never been in a committed relationship. These are all red flags. So you shouldn't even try and invest your time. It's just, yeah, that's toxic and that's unhealthy. And, and, that I'm kind of over the red flag situation. I feel like people are like, oh, red flag, red flag. It's like, are you saying that fucking person needs to be alone for the rest of their life? They're not a right. human being who like deserves like connection and relationship. But that's what they want. Right. Like, I mean, yes. Bullshit. Just like you shouldn't tell someone that their value is tied up in their Ooh. relationship. Your life has no Ugh. meaning because you're not married. Like also life has meaning still, even if you've been through things if you're working on yourself if you have these issues that are quote-unquote red flags you can still have a relationship no one should decide what you want in a relationship based on your yeah i am a fourth of july streamer okay like when it comes to red (laughs) flags like i have all of i have lots of red flags so it is that kind of thing where i have i think about that and i'm like that doesn't mean I ha- I don't have things to offer or that I'm a bad partner right. or that whatever. You know what I mean? I'm actually a decent girlfriend. I know that. And I'm a decent friend. I'm not like the best at it, but that's because I like to be alone and I tend to isolate. But it, it is just, I don't know. I feel like, unfortunately, I've been really complimenting the Zoomers lately. <laughs> um, I feel like that's one of the things that Gen Z is really bringing to light is the idea that like people should just be accepted for what they are and everyone has their own shit. And maybe we can stop just like drawing big black X's between people, like over people because of whatever, right? you know, maybe we can just be like, we don't need to do that. Or it's fine to have your own personal red flags. Yeah. You can have preferences or yellow, you know, what about yellow flags? Just having yellow flags of like something that you're catching Mm-hmm. It's not connecting with you. Yeah, is that going to work for you or not? Right. And yeah. it's not a big deal if it doesn't. It's yeah. just be honest I mean, about like, it. And look, if it's Scott Peterson and he just got out of prison, uh, uh, you that's know, a red, and he's on you know, the market. That's, that's a red That's that, a red flag. That's more than a red flag. That's more than that's a red flag. That's just like a no. That's it. Right. He's someone that, that should not, does not get another relationship. It's like, I'm okay with that. But yeah, it's just like, it's an evolution. And also thinking, when we think about being alone or we think about being single there's two ways well the two ways that i really come at it is one 
like the positive side of it, which is like what your book talks about, right? Which is like, this is great. I mean, the other night I was sitting in my living room with my dog and what we were watching TV. And I was just thinking about what my sister was doing at that moment. My sister has three children, two of whom little baby toddler twins like screaming for fun. She's a stay-at-home mom and she goes to school full-time and she's like, an inc- she's just like an incredible mom. She's just like the est of all the things. The wifeiest, yeah. the mommiest, the like all of these things. When like, look, a lot of women put themselves last on on the list of priorities. Like she has so many things above her on those lists that it's just, I get exhausted just thinking about it. And I was just sitting here thinking like, why are people telling me that my life would be better if I like were married and had kids? And like, I don't, for me, for me personally, that's not better for me. For her, that's better. It's clearly what what she wants and what she chose, but that's not, it needs to stop being the default. Yeah. Like only make choices in your life that are making your life better and richer. And if they're not like, right, then don't, maybe don't, don't do that. (laughs) Right. It just, it just completely invalidates all of the rainbow of human experiences that you can have. And like you said, the screaming thing, their hobby is screaming Mm -hmm. that I have a headache thinking about that already. Oh my God. You know, if I had kids, would I love them? Probably. But would that also be a thing that just irritated me all of the time is the constant screaming and the noise and the ringing in my ears and the headaches. Yeah, that would. Just the lack of time. I'll be on a meeting and there'll be moms on there and they literally have a kid on their lap and you hear their kids screaming in the background and you're like, this woman is just trying to get a minute for herself. Oh, she's just trying to understand herself better, to uh, improve her her inner life, like her emotional state, her, right. you know. she's. I mean, and she's trying to be better for herself, obviously, but for her kids as well. And like, they can't even leave her alone for three <laughs> seconds so she yeah. can be better yeah, for them. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, there should be a GoFundMe that's just so we can just send random nannies out or, or just have a better childcare system. Yeah, there's that in place. That but I mean, too. this is like at night when like the kids are home and whatnot, but it's just, I just wish we had more support for yeah people out there, you know, not just moms, but people who have, you know, who are caretakers of their, like their, parents. their parent who has Alzheimer's or something. Right. Like we just don't support each other as a society, which is just upsetting. But point being, I was like, I'm alone and I don't have any of those issues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to eat my cauliflower crackers with my dog. And no, point being, like I was just, I felt fortunate at that time. Right. You know, that you and, and made I'm not, a choice I, and I made the right choice you for me. made the me, right choice. Yeah. You know, because I've had so many years where I think I take in this idea that is put out there that is still fucking floating around for some reason that like, well, I didn't do it right or I failed or something or there's something wrong with me because I'm 40 years old. I'm, I am that. I am a middle-aged woman who just lives with her pet. Thank God it's not a cat because people are more mean to cat like you, oh, you, you live at home alone. You have all this free time. You can do what you want with your own time and your own money. I am not great with money, but I also am a hustler and make good money. Yeah. And I have stopped being like beating myself up for getting the fucking groceries I want. <laughs> like yeah. I can afford it. 
there's not five children that are going to starve because I'm buying organic blueberries because they taste better than non-organic blueberries. Like, it's not because of cancer. Like, just, just right, so you everyone just, knows. You just get what you want. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to get cancer good. regardless. Like, <laughs> we all are. I'm not that LA. I'm just doing it because <laughs> I want the ones that taste better. And there's nothing wrong with that. And no. it's, yeah, I don't know. It is so hard to fight the like inner critic being like, you're selfish, you're selfish, you're selfish, because you spend your own time on yourself and you spend your own money on yourself and you spend your own thoughts on yourself and you spend your own choices on yourself. Part of that is I'm from Northern New England. I think Minnesota is probably very similar in that like, oh, right. That's not, it's not like charitable. It's not Christian. It's not you're yeah, not, if you're, you're not, not a if, part of a community. If you're, if you're, you're yeah, you're, you're not selfish. bleeding out. If you're not crucifying yourself every fucking day for everybody else, you are a selfish, horrible, worthless person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. But, but gotta being, love the cold climates of America. <laughs> but being a martyr and sacrificing yourself and doing yourself harm when it's not even necessary so that you get attention from it. That's good. That's yeah. a no, that's okay. I mean, only if you have a vagina. <laughs> Um, okay. Let's move on to Drew Barrymore. What? Okay. Yeah. Ha, what? Yeah. You were was, a guest on I Drew was, Barrymore. I was, oh, I, I love her dress. It's very her me. Jump, it was a jumpsuit. It was, okay. Jumpsuits don't do it for me, but oh, I love this woman's dress too. Okay. Wow. Okay. How did this happen? Did they find you on the socials? They found, well, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, and the um That's my, how the producers produce things. Yes, my guest in the yeah. my guest. My um co-conspirator, I don't know how to say that. The woman that was in the segment with me. Mm-hmm. She she also did not know how they found us. So we theorize that either it was through the socials. They just called you on the phone? No. Oh. It was through email. Okay. So it was either that or we'd applied I'd applied to that single lady show that Connie Britton was producing. She'd applied to some dating show mm. so that we'd already applied and some casting director just had our information and tossed it the way of the producers. Like, oh, you need somebody for this segment that fits this kind of description. Here you go. Here you go. So the segment was everyone's online dating, which I feel like that revelation is not at all new. Uh, what is it? Yahoo singles? <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it was or, information from a Yahoo article okay. that was from 10 years ago. <laughs> <Not> but, <right. laughs> the, so the uh, conceit of the segment was yeah. someone in their 20s who's using online dating apps to date and someone who's in their 40s. And I think they wanted someone also in their 60s for the segment, but that didn't happen. Oh, that's a bummer. I know, right? I was like a little excited like, for that. Okay. But did they know that you're about being a spinster? No. I don't think so. Even though they emailed me at spinsterlifepodcast.com. They're, so they thought your that your podcast was about crying about being alone. Perhaps. Perhaps. I mean, what they, you know, they didn't say like yeah. you should definitely do this because obviously yeah, yeah. you're sad and alone. It was, do you want to to do this? Do you want to talk about this? And yes, yes, I do. I do want to talk about dating because I, am I currently as active? It, in dating as I have been in the past, no. Yeah. But also, I think that being on the show and talking about this openly, being able to be vulnerable and talk about this, maybe some other women got some insight yeah. about dating. And I think the advice that Demona did offer definitely was for a version of past me. Definitely. Okay. The advice essentially boiled, like, my question was, how do I make dating more fun? And her advice was like, just don't spend so much time doing it. 
and make it easier on and make it easier on <laughs> that yourself. Makes a lot of sense. She was like, yeah. "Hey, fifteen minutes a day, fifteen minutes a day max. Mm. Like that's your limit. Just and you know, right now that's super easy for me. But yeah, definitely past versions of me would have been like, well, but then how do I? So I think that was already just great. How am I going to sift through twelve thousand right uh, uh, available males in the Los Angeles area in yeah. the next two months? <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I definitely just that you know you do get that like hit of, of adrenaline when you're swiping through. But oh like, yeah, but like oh yeah. okay, but what's next? But what's next? It's okay, like me putting cute, Amazon but- things in my cart and yeah. then. And then spending, you know, doing that for four hours and then spending three taking them out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot like that. Yeah. Um, it's it does candy crush, but with dudes. It becomes the man store. Mm-hmm. And that is not mm-hmm. a great the way store. to look at, at dating. No. And um, that's rude to dudes. It's a little. Yeah, or anyone that you're to, into dating. It's right. It's It dehumanizes all of us. Yeah. And me thinking like that is bad. And obviously men thinking like that is awful. It's yeah. objective. It objectifies women turns us into just a catch or like the fish that so many men like to hold in their dating profiles. That's the new thing. Remember, it used to be drugged baby tiger, yes. drugged tiger yep. that they would mm-hmm. put. Now it's just fish. It's just a like fish, fish that, they, that, they that they caught. Yeah, that they caught. Just On a, fish that a they... chartered fishing trip that they took. Sometimes it's at a, a river. Money for yeah. and someone showed them how to catch a fish and now they're a man. Yep. Cool, cool, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. Cool, that's, cool, that's, cool, cool, cool. That's cool. the new thing. The new thing is fish. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was really. I was glad that I could help other women. Yeah, find some kind of solution and know they're not alone and know that it's okay. It's okay if you're forty and dating. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'm not going to be doing that for a while. <laughs> also, Drew Barrymore did say. So was this like what's this segment about again? Because you two look the same age. So that was a little. Oh, I know, right. Was she lying, though? I don't think so. Okay, so when did this air? This aired last month. Okay. September 28th. to watch it. And or it, is what you have on here, are you in the clip that you have on Instagram? I am Instagram? in the clip that I have on Instagram. Okay, I'll watch it later. Yeah. I'm it took me um, really into this dress that you said her name's Demona. Demona. That she's wearing. And I think she's, she's friends with my friend, Mike. Weird. Oh, okay. She seems like a joyful person. That's nice. Ugh. Yeah, she... She does a lot of color, and I appreciate that. She does, yeah. Love it. Well, that was fun. Did Like, were you nervous at all? I I was, but I wasn't. Yeah, I hear you. I'm like, um, I'm like fuck everything now. Like, <laughs> I was, like, when I was in the studio, I also, it's a very surreal experience. Yeah. So, they've taped in New York, even though they then taped episodes in Los Angeles. So, I flew to New York. Oh, my God. Yeah. First time on a plane in, like, they had two to- or three years. <laughs> They couldn't find a New Yorker in her 40s that was dating? I guess they couldn't. That's amazing. What they got was me. That's amazing. So, yeah, they it was like a really quick turnaround. I yeah. flew out. I arrived during the the, hurric- the hurricane. Oh, yeah. The, end, the tail end of the hurricane. Like, literally, the plane landed, and then the skies opened up as we were landing. It was, okay. a, it was an awful landing. I definitely did the thing where you grip the... The mm-hmm. armrests, mm-hmm. like they do in in movies, did it wiggle? It was, like, oh my, or, or no, it was, shudder or whatever. It was terrifying. It oh. was terrifying. I imagine that's kind of what the beginning of a plane crash would I'm feel like. I'm never scared on a plane, even if it's like I get airsick. So, oh, that it, sucks. It, yeah, yeah. So right. So it was. Yeah, it was totally surreal. I get there. It's a, like a downpour. <laughs> it's just like it's ridiculous. I'm from LA. I've never seen. I haven't seen rain like that in a long, long, long time. Maybe actually, maybe never. It was super intense. 
It doesn't rain like that in Minnesota? Not like that. No, yeah. not like a hurricane. We, we get real. <laughs> yeah. Real rain. Not like a hurricane. And they say, like, the heavens opened up. The, no, it, they did. Really it literally it. did. Yeah. I, I got there so late, I didn't really have dinner. And it's I went- not rain. It's literally like the whole sky becomes one big waterfall. Exactly. Yeah. I went out to get something from a supermarket that was around the corner yeah. with an umbrella, and I was drenched within three seconds of yeah. walking through That's this. Like the, umbra- the umbrella did almost nothing. It kept my head from getting completely soaked, yeah, is all yeah. it did. And Were then- you wearing rain boots? No. I didn't know this was, I knew it was going to rain, but I didn't know it was going to rain like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I'll just duck out quick and get something. And no, that was, that didn't happen. And then we filmed the next- You didn't wear a slicker? <laughs> Eva, I'm from LA. I don't own a rain from LA. Oh my god! I just thought it would be in my head. It would be really cute. You wearing one of those like rain slickers that is meant for children, but they do make them in adult sizes. You know the ones that are green, and on the inside they have the lining with the with the whales. Yes. Yeah. Pretty sure. I'm I'm pretty sure Beans, I E L L Bean, or Lands End still makes them. I'm sure they do. Please buy one. I want to see you. I want to see you in it, but not in a sexy way. <laughs> Just to make that clear. But maybe like a little bit. I mean, I don't know. Put that on your Tinder profile and see what happens. I'll see what happens. So yeah, it was that and then filmed the next morning. Okay. Um how early? Not that early. We had to get there by nine. Oh, okay. That's not also like the time difference is a little oh, thrown. Yeah, yeah. Um but it was, it was so much like work and lead up to get here to sit there and wait while they set everything up to do hair and makeup mm-hmm. and, and all of that. So I, it was like an hour and a half of sitting around to be on stage for like 20 minutes. Wow. And then, yep, okay, we got enough. You're done. You're wrapped. How, like makeup wise, do you feel like you were like in stage makeup? Like, did you feel you were like, okay, well, no. now I'm going to go be in no. cabaret? Well, it was the, the camera makeup that like I wear when I do videos. Oh, okay. Or if I'm going to do like, like a full like coverage, headshots, like it was, HD. it was, yes. Oh. For, because of COVID, we had to come ready. We had to come like oh. basically hair and, and makeup done. Okay. They did touch-ups. Yeah. But it like it basically had to be done. She did do my hair. The hair person did do my hair because- Were you impressed? Oh my God, yes. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Because the water ruined your hair? No, just because I, I ran out of time. Okay. And I didn't like- all I had were like my natural waves mm-hmm. that I was working mm-hmm. with, and I didn't get even a chance to try and curl it. So yeah. when I got in there, she just curled it. And <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, well, you know, because I all I have wavy hair, and I've never I usually always brush the waves out because I'm like it's not wavy enough to not just look gross. Yeah. So I'm trying to embrace, embrace the way I didn't do a very good job today because I was in a rush. But it's I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You you will get there. It takes time for it to does. train your hair. And just like also just hair stuff is, it's really a science. It's not easy. It is not easy. And that's mm-hmm. why the Drew Barrymore show hair artists needed to do <laughs> I want to see what your, do you have a picture of what your hair looked like? Uh, oh, wow. Uh-huh. Girl. Yeah. No, it was, it was amazing. How many pictures did you take? Cause just like, those two okay. Cause this so, needs to go on Tinder. So crazy. The so color crazy. looks so good. I just got the color done. Wow. So I could go on TV because it looked rough. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this looks really good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Who, did you know your hair could look like that? Nope. Nope, I did not know. It's and how good. sad are you that, that it, you can't do it? Very sad. <laughs> Very sad. 
I've always been sad that I'm uh, shit with a curling iron. Yeah. Well, well, and literally, it was just a curling iron. It does like, require a lot of practice. I mean, that's what YouTube is for. I do love, like, makeup tutorials and hair tutorials. I never do them, but it gives me, like, <laughs> like the, I the could, inner seed of could. hope. Yeah. Wait, so doing this Drew Barrymore show, do you feel like it's going to, do you feel inspired to, I don't know, try to date? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I guess just I well, I don't know. Um, I am taking a good like year hiatus. I think that you deserve it. Might that. be a decade hiatus. I, <laughs> um, it, I might get another dog. I I think it's a good idea to to take some time. I'm always in favor of taking a break, reevaluating. You know, you just got out of a relationship, and like you said, you're focusing on yourself. You were. Yeah. Using all of your energies for you and not on a relationship and not because relationships take, you have to devote all of your energy, but you know, you do have to invest some energy in the other person. It is another person. Yeah. They can be exhausting. And and most, and a lot of that is because I'm the person that makes them exhausting on myself. Like, no, no, it's another bit of a try hard when it comes to relationships. (laughs) Like... You, uh, right, you're a serial monogamous. Like, that's, I, yeah. I guess why I'm surprised. Because but I have a lot of space between. You do, yeah, you I'm do. I'm not like, I mean, I'm, I don't like dating. I like either being alone or being in a serious relationship. And I hate most people that, <laughs> I, you know, like I'm. Yeah, I, you know I know. I'm incredibly picky. You might not know it if you met any of my boyfriends, but I, <laughs> but I promise I am. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, uh, we'll I encourage you. I've been on a hiatus for all since, <laughs> since before COVID, for <laughs> sure. Hiatus since like 2008. No, that's not true. 2008. I'd say 2018 is not ridiculous. Is that Ryan? No. Oh, no. That's years and years ago. Who was after Ryan? A bunch of people after Ryan. Really? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. We were in our, I think we were. We're like 30. I was like 30 when I dated Ryan. 29 or 30. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a long time ago. You do have like Olympic level endurance when it comes to dating. <laughs> like when you're like, I'm going to date, you I do it. No, I can do it. I do it. I do it. I mean, yeah, and that's. I can't do it. And I don't know if I can so do tiring. that anymore. I guess that's why it's so hard to get back into it because it used to literally be my part-time job. Yeah. One of my goals is to become I don't want to say less of a people pleaser. One of my goals is to become a not people pleaser in this, I don't know, period of life. And hopefully that means if I get back out there in the years to come, it'll be a different experience. Because I think a lot of what exhausts me about dating is more tied into like my own psyche than it is like the actual process, you know? Like I've never walked out of a date. I've never been like, hey, I don't know, this is a good whatever. Like I have dated people that I do not like. I have, I mean, we should talk about this guy at some point. That's what we should talk about. We should have, um, we should do an episode that's just like, Guys, we dated and oh yeah, oh yeah, spill the beans. Right, let's break it down. We've let's got ex- some juicy. Let's explain in detail why single looks so good to us now, and yeah. also question our sanity of why it didn't look better <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I'll name all my ex boyfriends Malcolm, <laughs> and you can. Name, what do you want to name all of your ex boyfriends? Then we'll just call them like Malcolm One, Malcolm Two, Malcolm Three. Yeah. Todd? No. No, 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 no. Because I've dated... That's not... That's, that's being not... too mean to yourself. <laughs> you didn't date a Todd. Yeah. Maybe too mean to some of them. You dated some Todds, but... I dated some Todds, for yeah. sure. But 
But not in general. I wouldn't say that's like the type. How about like a Terrence? Mm, Malcolm and Terrence. What's the name of the guys in South Park? Terrence and Philip. Yes, Terrence and Philip. Malcolm and Philip. Malcolm and Terrence. God damn it. (laughs) I don't know about Terrence because one, I only think about Terrence the turtle, which is like, uh, it's a preschool age cartoon for children. Okay. And also there was a boy in my class when I was in elementary school named Terrence who wore those like goggle glasses. Oh no. And oh, no. He and I were in a special <laughs> reading group, meaning the, like I the don't ones know, that we like, could read and the other children were all illiterate. They're for basketball. <laughs> the, the glasses that are for basketball, yeah, but he just, just wore them all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what it's about. <laughs> It's funny because like, maybe he lost glasses, so his parents were I, just like, "We're strapping these to your face." I definitely thought I was a lot cooler than Terrence, but like when I think about it, I'm like, "Did all the other kids think Terrence and I were of equal cool level?" Which was like zero, like, zero cool. <laughs> they, yeah, that's possible. Oh God, I think it was fifth grade. That was a very rough year for me emotionally. Fifth grade. What year <laughs> wasn't a rough fucking year for me emotionally? Yeah. Okay. That's a good. We'll do that. That's a good. Yeah, we'll episode. do that. I like that. I mean, look, I do feel like I am very aware that the 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 through line is me. <laughs> so it's okay. They can well, have their own podcast where they call me I, like Eleanor. Or something. And you know what? And maybe you only think that because you were in longer term relationships and I wasn't. Right. So, you do a lot of yeah, yeah. dating. I mean, that's why I'm that. a walking red flag because I haven't really had a serious relationship in ever really. <laughs> yeah. Like even the serious relationship. It's interesting because I thought like of my ex, I think it was a red flag that he kind of is like that too. <laughs> like, how can you be this old and like your longest relationship was this many years and it was when you were, you know, 18? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like to think it's because I just didn't know any better and that's why I even had the long relationship. I think it was like the same for him, but yeah. Cause like, I don't know, because I, I do have long spurts between, and I think if I look at, like, my, you know, I've had two relationships that were in the, like, three and a half to five-year range. Th- that's not exactly super long. That's not like, oh, I had a 10-year relationship or I had a, you know. For me? Well, I do to have me it is. one that is going on 14 years. <laughs> I'm joking about Okay. That. All right. I'm just saying that person has been in and out of my life for 14 years. I'm not dating that person. Okay. Um, or seeing them or talking to them or. I'm not seeing him, seeing him. What does that mean? Like I have eyes. <laughs> but that one's been on and on 14 years. Has it? Yeah. 14. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. And I met you like just the year before that, which means I've known you for 15 years. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Amy's my longest relationship. <laughs> <laughs> You're my longest relationship, too. I mean, I've had other girlfriends that I've known longer, but, like, not that was a consistent in the same place, like, actually seeing each other and talk to talking to each other on the regular. Both of us are not, like, the talk to our girlfriends every week kind of per no. people anyway. No, we're not. Uh, well, I, I mean, and especially that. now, I have, like, nothing going on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, if something bad goes, I mean, it has to be really bad for me to call anyone in my yeah life, obviously so. for you. <laughs> oh yeah for oh by the way i mean i had a breakup uh, a month ago yeah yeah i just don't understand that i mean That's i not how i, I get it and also you function. probably just necessarily you didn't necessarily want to talk about it like either 
Like if you were with someone for a year, how long were you with Vest Hat Guy? <laughs> Way snake you snake vest hat guy. Fucking no iguana. Oh iguana. Iguana. That's not as bad, honestly. No, no, it is. Because he got <laughs> mad at he started a fight with me because I was too loud around the iguana. <laughs> I upset the iguana, so he started a fight with me. I don't know. Oh, it feels man. like eight gajillion years. It probably was only a couple of months. And honestly, that was like <laughs> several months too long. Oh my God. I'm just like a magician. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, but magicians are talented. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? Well, they at least can do something. Some recognize they have some recognizable skill. He his only recognizable skill is lying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he liked Will. Mm. So that Will is still my friend's boyfriend, so I feel like we can't say too much. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're not really friends. I know her and I like her. Okay. I mean, that's a long time to... Yeah. That is a long time. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is a long time. Yeah. You know what? Maybe he changed and grew and is... Good guy, not for me. I wouldn't go that far. Not for you. I'd certainly go that far, but... (laughs) The rest of it. Okay, based on my mother and grandmother's standards of, well, he doesn't hit you. <laughs> Good guy. <laughs> not for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's not enough. Amy, you just want too much. <laughs> you just expect too much out of people. You're right. I do. Yeah. I need to lower my standards. Oh, my God. Way, way, way down. Malcolm is way too cool of a name to call him. <laughs> I don't know. I've always dated guys with, like, just the most ugh, names of all time. Not, not like, one of them has had... Oh, I guess the last one had an interesting name. He had an but interesting like, name. Not, not, like, any of the... Like, I don't know. Yeah. I dated... That's a very choppy name. I dated, like, milkman-type names. <gasps> like, your local Whirlpool... Bob. Uh, Stan. Whirlpool. Yeah. Doug? There was a Doug in there? There was not a Doug, but they were all very Doug-like in terms of their names. Just... Doug. Yeah. No good. No good. All right. I don't know. We're just both rambling. It's a chatty chat. It's a chatty chat. Just a fall chat. Just a little fall chat. Just to catch you up on where we're... What's up? Where we are. What we're doing. What's up? How we're doing. <laughs> Eva got dumped. Amy wrote a book and was on the Drew Barrymore show when they flew her to New York to do that. And her hair looked amazing. It did really um, look amazing. Thanks. That was like the highlight of my September was that my hair looked fucking amazing on national television. Hey, it works. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. Thanks for listening. This is, this is really one of like my favorite parts of what I do with my day-to-day existence. So thanks for supporting it. Thanks yeah. for being a part of it, Eva. <laughs> apparently we have an instagram <laughs> we do uh, our instagram is living the spinster life we don't have a twitter i no. just learned that no do we have anything else amy we have the website spinsterlife.com okay we have our youtube channel which is visit us on youtube we're the spinster life on youtube okay and, and i'm on medium now oh so we have so i'm on medium but then we also have a publication the spinster life yes you can see some of our past blog posts okay. and where can people find your book so if you want to go to the website you can link to our etsy shop from there or you can go to amazon we'll also have a link to the amazon 
Kindle store so that you can buy it if you are a girl on the go who wants to read her self-help book on her Kindle. Tech neck, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. All right. Thanks for joining us, Amy. I'm sorry you're going to have to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> I always find a way somehow. That's true. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. All right. Bye. Bye.